Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. It is December 31st, 2019, the last day of the year, the last day of the decade. Uh, This will be the last podcast of the year. The next time I make a podcast, it will be 2020. I remember being a young kid and thinking uh, the year 2000 will never get here. Uh, We'll all be riding around in spaceships, and that just didn't happen. It's not, it's not too much different than it was. It's a little different. Uh, but anyway, on this episode, the last episode of the year, earlier in the day, I reached out on Twitter and asked for uh, some uh, subjects that you'd like me to talk about today. I got three or four to go over, and then we're going to talk about the end of the year review. And also, I made some cool memorabilia today, and I'm going to give one away and give you a chance to buy some if you want also. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so the first topic is from Jason Kusera. Hope I'm saying your name right. I do appreciate you uh, answering my tweet. So he says, I'm, wa- I'm wanting to learn more about Reed's demotion and Nolan's departure. One of those, I have no idea. And the first one, I think I can answer that or at least give you more of an answer than you have now because I learned a little bit more diving into it. So Reed Ryan's move, the Reed Ryan move, was two weeks, two weeks after the Taubman incident. So did that have anything to do with it? Maybe. It seems like it because it happened right after it. So the Astros, let's dive into a little more. The Astros were asked to comment on the Tobman rant. We all know what he said. Thank God we got effing Osuna, and he was uh, directing it towards a female reporter, and I'm thinking it was the one that was always tweeting the uh, abuse hotline, the domestic abuse hotline when he was pitching. So initially, initially the Astros declined. They declined to comment on it, But after the Sports Illustrated story was published, the Astros lashed out and called it fake news. That's what a lot of people do now. Everybody calls things fake news. And that was bad. That was bad. I know you can agree with that. They shouldn't have done that. What they should have said was, we don't tolerate that and we'll look into it. How hard would that have been to say? They should have just did it. So this this is what a comment they put out. 
And this is a quote. I got this direct quote. His comments had everything to do about the game situation that just occurred and nothing else. They were also not directed towards any specific reporter. However, this was verified. Taubman's actions were verified by four people, including one male reporter. And this is when they retracted it and they apologized, which they should have just did right out of the gates, but it made them look bad. So Reed Ryan was always on the business side. He was on the business side. He was the president, but he it says that he wasn't really like the player personnel side. He was more of the business side, and that's what they moved him to. Direct I can't I didn't write it down, but director of business operations or something like that. I mean, I would be mad if I was the president, because that's pretty high. You're like the owner and then the president, general manager, you're pretty high. And I wouldn't like to get rid of it. I wouldn't like to lose my job title. But he says he's okay with it. But maybe it's a lateral move. So anyway, Jared Crane is Jim Crane's son, the owner's son. We talked about it before. Did daddy just give his son a job? So he, I've seen one, I thought he was president. And another one I saw that he may be. But I think he's the new president. But it was to learn a part, it's a part of a long-range ownership succession plan for the franchise. So basically, Jim Crane said, I brought my son up to that presidential level, whether he's the president or not, I think he is, but I brought him up to that level because it's my succession plan. Sorry. So... This is something I didn't know. He, the MLB requires a plan in place for each team. And this is Jim Crane. The MLB requires a plan in place for each team. So we're doing that and planning for the family. It has nothing to do with Reed Ryan. So he's saying, I didn't bring my son up for any other reason than I have to have a succession plan in place. He says he's no spring chicken, he's 66 years old, and pretty much his answer is, I have to get my son ready to take over the business. It's our Astros, it's our favorite team, but to him, it's a business. So it makes sense. Is that the truth? I don't know. I think it's just, you have the Taubman incident and all of this stuff, but maybe that is the truth. Maybe that is. Maybe, I don't, I mean, Reed Ryan didn't say anything about it. He just said he's okay. But I think Reed Ryan, his contract is up after this year. And more than likely, he'll be the president somewhere else. Or he'll, I I don't think he'll be here. But he's also the president of the company that owns the Hooks and the Round Rock Express. I believe that's what I read. And so, I don't know. I just don't think he'll be here. So we look at Nolan Ryan, and as you recall, he said, I won't be back, leave it at that. It also, 
my notes here said Reed Ryan is not known to be part of the retraction letter. So what they're saying is Reed Ryan, there's no proof that he had anything to do with the the letter calling it fake news and that, you know, Taubman didn't do that. So they're as far as the Astros are concerned, they're saying it has nothing to do with Reed Ryan. The owner says it's his son. So hopefully, hopefully that's the answer you're looking for. Reed Ryan was demoted so that Jim Crane's son could learn the business and take it over. Nolan Ryan, why did he leave? I have no idea. He won't say why. You can't find out why. But I had said before, he either left because they demoted his son or he left because of all the scandals of all the black eyes that's going on, the Taubin incident, signing Osuna, the all of this stuff. And his son losing his job. I don't know. I don't know why he left. I would love to know. I would really, honestly love to know. So let's go to the second one. Mikhail. Mikhail Gilger. I know... She, You've been listening for a while. You actually uh, was one of the nice people who put a comment on the uh, Apple podcast. So you're wondering about the slow off season. Is it due to a scandal and we're going to be punished? That's what I think. I think that I do think it. But one thing I thought last time I did a podcast was... Well, here, here's, what, here's what my initial thought, and a lot of you probably think the same thing. They're not signing people because we don't know what's going to happen. Hey, come play for us for two years. Well, wait a minute, bub. I don't know if you're going to be suspended. I don't know if half of your players are going to be suspended for two months at a time. I don't know... If your coach is leaving, I don't know if you're going to get a playoff ban. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not signing with you. That's my initial thought. I mean, Maldonado came back. I don't know. I mean, that's a whole other subject. Because I don't think too. I don't think it's going to be bad. I honestly don't. There's a part of me that thinks it's going to be bad because they're going to make an example out of us. That's the only reason it's going to be bad. I think there was a lot of people cheating. But we got caught. And I, I think it's going to be bad. But I don't know how bad. I don't think it should be bad enough that no one's going to want to play here. There's no way. No way they're going to play off Bannis. Maybe some draft pick losses and a big fine. I don't know. They could suspend players. One thing I thought that I... I mean, not I thought, but... One thing I had read that someone had a plan is they could they could suspend all their players a certain amount of games and then just spread them all out. But how fair is that? Is that fair? Would, would that be just the, the guys that are on the team? Would it be the guys that were on the team in 2017? I mean, how would they do this? I, I don't think that's going to happen. But here's the other side. Here's the other side. The Astros aren't doing anything 
because they don't need to. I wrote a story on the uh, on my page, Astros Fanatics, that the Astros aren't doing a lot in free agency because they don't need to. I mean, one thing, if you look at the bullpen, they need to get Will Harris. They, they signed Joe Smith, but they need to keep going. They need some more people because you're looking at having Davinsky coming out of the pen this year. You're looking at having to have some guys that were in AAA last year in the pen because there's no McHugh, there's no Will Harris. There's some holes. Who's going to be the fifth starter? Is it going to be Brad Peacock? Well, that takes him out of the bullpen. I mean, they need another starter. But maybe it could be a young kid. Who knows? Do you need a fifth starter? I don't know. But they do. But they need another. They need a fifth starter. They need some more bullpen help. At least one. At least get Will. I don't even know why aren't they getting Will Harris? Is he waiting? Will Harris is amazing. Will Harris is awesome. Why hasn't he signed anywhere? He's one of the top free agents. He's got to be one of the top ones left. I mean, I don't know. Are the Astros in talks with these people and they're waiting for the punishment? Because what I heard, it's supposed to come before the season starts. But here's the other side of the coin. I, I think I said this a minute ago, but now let me get to it. Zach Greinke is owed $24 million. JV, $33 million. Altuve, $23 million. Brantley, $16 million. Bregman, Bregman $20 million. Josh Reddick, $13 million. George Springer, $21 million. They don't have... They don't want to pay all the luxury tax. I think one of the podcasts I said that they're going to have to pay 20% of $17 million. They're already $17 million, Not a Did I say salary cap? There are $17 million over the luxury tax, or they're predicted to be with the current roster they have. And I don't know how high they want to go over. But you're talking about, look at this. This is what I said the other day. They have an all-star infield, and I'm including Yuli Gurriel, 291, 30 home runs, 30-something home runs, 291 average, you, uh, Altuve, Correa, Bregman. I mean, that's an all-star infield. Then you got Michael Brantley, you got George Springer, and then probably Kyle Tucker or uh, Josh Reddick. Josh Reddick played really good after Kyle Tucker called up, so who knows what's going to happen. But anyway, look at that. Them two awesome all-star outfielders, amazing infield, Justin Verlander, Zach Greinke, Lance McCullers Jr., Jose Arquiti. If Jose Arquiti can match what he did in the World Series, that one, one hit, five or seven, I can't even remember what he did. One hit in five innings, maybe seven, I don't even remember, but... I mean, he if he could match that, he, I mean, he's the he to be the fourth guy. I don't know. Also, you have uh, Forrest Whitley. He's been a he's been a uh, disappointment, but they won't trade him. There's got to be something there. People want him, and they won't trade him. Maybe he can turn things around. He should start in AAA if he does good. Maybe he can be in there. But also, I think the Astros are strong enough. They don't have to have an excellent fifth starter. Also, look what they did with Wade Miley last year. They signed him towards the end of free agency. Very cheap. There's going to be some old guy there that they can help out. They're going to find someone. 
who Strom will make better. I think we're okay. I don't know. I think the Astros are done. I think they need more bullpen help, but you got Osuna, you got Presley, Joe Smith. I think Peacock's supposed to be in there. Um, but I just think it has something to do with money as well. I, I think, I, I thought like you that they're not signing people because of the, uh, because of the allegations and the punishment. But I honestly, I think it's just the money. And look at our team. That's what I said. Look at our team. I sound like Rain Man. I watched that the other day. But look at our team. We are very, very good. And we don't need help. I mean, I just contradicted myself because we do need help. But who knows? I think we'll be all right. But if you look at it, you know, like how the Angels got Rendon and other teams picked up these guys. You add those guys to the team. Add those guys to the team they went to. And they still aren't stacked like the Astros. The Astros are going to be fine. But I just can't wait to see what happens in our punishment. Anyway, I'm going to take a small break, and I'll be right back. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so the second one I want to talk about, Astros A to Z, the unfair demonizing of Drayton McLean, and I responded to him, I don't know anything about that. I didn't really keep up with the team that much in that era. Um, so he put a post on Facebook, if you follow him, and I read him, and it doesn't really seem like, I mean, some people talk bad about him, that he didn't know anything about baseball, but he was a good owner, he was approachable, he's messed up the color scheme or whatever, but it doesn't, you know, one guy, the Astros diehard guy called him garbage, uh... The best thing he ever did was sell the team to Crane. He sold the, he bought the team for like $111 million and sold it for $600 million. Uh, POS, he tried. Pew, pew, pew. I don't know what that means. Snake oil salesman. So it looks like it's half and half. And I got the book, 100 Things Astros Should Know Before They Die. And the one thing I got out of it, that he was a businessman that didn't really know anything about baseball. And uh, he brought... The new stadium downtown, retractable roof stadium for the Astro fans. And that was good because it's hot here. So you have that because of him. I mean, you already had the dome, don't get me wrong. But now you can enjoy outside baseball when the weather's nice. That's kind of what I meant to say. So if you like the Minute Maid Park, you like the, the stadium being downtown, thank him. 100 Things Astro Fans Should Know Before They Die. Interesting book. So anyway, the second one. Tracy Matheson said Charlie Morton should come back and retire as an Astro. Uh, Morton, as you know, threw four innings in Game 7, got the win in the World Series. He also picked up the win in the Championship Series. First guy to ever pick up a win in two Game 7s in one one season. Uh, The Astros did offer him a contract. They declined declined to give him the qualifying offer of $17.9 million. Maybe they should have done that. They offered him one one year deal with an option. So that shows by not giving him the qualifying offer, they didn't think he was worth 17 million. So if they offered him one year with an option, maybe they thought he was worth less cuz he took 2 years 30 million from the Rays, so they offered him 15. If you looked in that contract, it actually has stipulations where he actually has to pitch a certain amount of innings, so his 30 million dollar contract wasn't guaranteed. But anyway, 
The only thing I can see is if he finishes out his contract and comes back. Or perhaps maybe this year the uh, Rays are struggling and the Astros are kicking butt, playoff bound, and they need another pitcher. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't want to bust your bubble. I know you, you don't want me to kill your dream, but I don't know. I know we all love him. Charlie Morton's great. All right, so anyway, um, I was planning on doing a little longer show here at the end, but my wife is uh, telling me we got to get going. So anyway, what I wanted to say is at the end of the year, we're going to end with 71,000 listens to the podcast. And uh, I was going to say, I don't know if it has anything to do... I was talking to Corbett the other day. And uh, we were actually talking about the MLB, the show, and it's pretty interesting. I think I should bring him on the show and talk about it again. But anyway, I was just, I've talked to a couple other podcasters, but I was just wondering, like, podcasting for the Astros is kind of slow right now. I don't know if it's a lot of people are turned off by what they're doing or it's just because nothing is happening. I think, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it's getting a little slow. But let me tell you these, the, the four biggest, most listened to podcasts. See if you remember listening to these. One of them was Spacemen in Three Time Zones. This was the most listened to podcast of all time here on Astros Baseball. And that's when the Astros went from like Baltimore and then in the Central and then they went to the West. Remember they had the three, the three series road trip and they were in three different time zones. Uh, but it was 466, the most listens ever. And the reason I'm saying it's slow, because now I'm barely even getting 200 these, this offseason. It's not going very well, but I don't know why it's slow. But it's, I'm still going to keep going. Nothing's going to stop me. But anyway, Spacemen and Three Time Zones, if you listen to that, you can go back and find it if you haven't. But that was very popular. And then the Pakoda Rankings, that's something that I'm going to try to find, but I can't find it. I don't know where I found it last year, but I did a show over the Pakoda rankings, and that was uh, 397, so it was almost 400. Almost, so I've only had one podcast break 400, and uh, maybe it has something to do with the tags. Maybe it's something to do with the, uh, with the uh, title. Who knows? Maybe I need to learn how to do stuff better. But anyway, the other one was the World Series preview with the Nationals podcaster, Tim Shovers. That was 363. And then the ALCS episode with Freddie from New York. Do you all remember that? Freddie from New York, that was 360. So that was the four top ones. And the fourth one ever, the fifth most listened to episode ever, was uh, Road Trip with Juju. Now, if you listen to the podcast the, the first year, I, w- I would make podcasts that weren't even about baseball. There was a podcast, me and my grandson, Juju, we went camping and we talked all the way from New Braunfels all the way home for an hour. It's just me and him talking. And uh, that's the, four, the fifth most listened to podcast of all time. Uh, so anyway, I want to tell you this real quick. Um... I found this website called Sticker Mule, and they made me some stickers with the logo. So right now, you go to Facebook on Fanatics, uh, Astros Fanatics on the Facebook page, or find me 
on Twitter at Rob Fontenot or text me 210-919-1695. So I got some beautiful, awesome stickers. I'm so excited about them. They're cool. They're very cool. And I'm going to give one away to somebody. So you let me know if you want to be in the giveaway and I'm going to give one away. Also, if you want to buy one, I'm not trying to make a ton of money here, but if you want to buy one, I can sell them to you for three. I think $3 sounds like a pretty fair price. Uh, So if you want one, but if you have me on Twitter or Facebook, I took a picture of them and they're cool. So if you like my logo, you want to support the podcast, there you go. There's a couple of guys that support the podcast and I should give them a shout out, but I don't have the names on me. They support the podcast with a 99-cent-a-month 99 donation. And here you go. Now you can support the podcast and get a sweet sticker. I don't know where you're going to put it, but I got some for sale if you want some. And I'm going to give one away. I'm going to give one away. If you don't want one, you don't want one. But I'll let you, I'll let you buy one if you want one. But I'm going to give one away if you want a sweet sticker supporting the uh, podcast or you want to buy one. Let me know. So Astros Fanatics, the website me and Wheelhouse started, uh, we're going to end the year with 38,000 visitors to the website. So that's doing very good. So if you want to write, you don't have to be a professional. We don't even edit you. You just write it, whatever you want to say. It could be negative, positive, doesn't matter. It's a place for you to speak your mind, to talk about the Astros, whatever you want to do. If you want to be a writer, find me. Let me know. I already gave you my number, the uh, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. So we can, we can need some more writers. So come on in if you want to write about it. Uh, the Astros Fanatics Facebook group. You want to talk about the Astros, join the group. And uh, you can post what you want. I don't edit anybody's post. You can put anything you want. And uh, like I said, I don't know. Everything's slow. Everything is really slow right now. And I think it's because the Astros aren't doing anything. The, some fans have been turned off. Uh, one of my good friends, Grady, a longtime listener. Don't, I haven't really talked to him in a while. He's just waiting. He's waiting for, to find out what it is. And he says if the Astros indeed are found guilty or they admit to cheating, which they already have, then he's done. He's done. So anyway, also, oh, I can read my own writing, but if anybody wants to be a guest on the podcast, let me know. I joined some podcasting group, got the idea from Wheelhouse. I joined a podcasting group, and uh, I'm trying to get guests on there, but I'll do the shows alone. You know that. But anyway, uh, that's it. I appreciate all of you for listening, so join the giveaway. I'll, I don't know what number. I need to get to a certain number, maybe, maybe 20. Maybe 20 people. But let me know if you want to be in the giveaway. You can even say, I want to be in the giveaway. And if I don't win, I want to buy one. So join the giveaway for the sticker. Look on Facebook. Look on Twitter. They're super, super cool. And if you want to you want to uh, make your own for something else, I'll let you know how to get to them. It's called Sticker Mule. Uh, I think they have a special right now. You can make 10 for, or, yeah, 10 for $9 or something like that. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is I have to go through the process of ordering it. Then I've got to mail it to you and whatever. So anyway, whatever I do, anything I do with the podcast, I put it back into the podcast. I make plenty of money on my real job. I don't do this for 
money. I do this as a hobby. I do it as fun. I do it it I do it because I love it. But anyway, I appreciate all you for listening. If you're drinking tonight or if you drank last night, hopefully you got an Uber. Be safe. Don't kill anybody. Go Astros. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Everyone out there that listens, thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next year. Rob Fontenot out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.